Have you ever been frustrated trying to build a business that you love, connect deeper with your family, and take care of your physical and mental health, but it just seems like you never have time? In my search for those answers, I found out that there are three very specific things that family-driven entrepreneurs do in order to excel in it all. If you're someone who's interested in learning these three things, we have a free upcoming training that you can register for so we can share these three things to help you succeed faster. Check out the show notes or go to modernleadership.us forward slash workshop. This is a limited time workshop, which will be recorded just in case you can't make it live. Thank you for being willing to lean in and continue to grow. And above all, keep leading from the front leader. Welcome to Modern Leadership, the podcast, where we see things differently. I'm your host, Mark Hildebrand. I'm a husband, father, master life and legacy coach for leaders, co-creator of the Pushco Certification School and 20-year law enforcement officer from Southern California. Once I realized how leaders looked at things differently, I was able to lead myself to a 100-pound weight loss, lead more effectively in my police career, create a successful business, and a better connection with my family that was more aligned with the legacy I wanted to create. Now, this podcast is for ambitious, high-performing leaders who want to create more, but refuse to do so at the cost of the other important areas of their life, including their family and their health. People who are willing to see things through their modern leader lens. If that's you, welcome to Modern Leadership. Let's go. So you start seeing some initial success and then bam, before you know it, you're getting back into the old actions, your old feelings, and you lose all the momentum that you had been creating. Maybe you can see that you actually stopped doing the actions that got you the momentum in the first place. Let me tell you, been there, done that. And I want you to use this to shame or guilt yourself. But if you've ever been down this road before, or you want to avoid it at all costs, we want to share three different signs that you might be afraid of success and what to do if you find out that you are. Sign number one. Things start to go right, but then before you know it, you start finding problems that pop up. They might even be problems that you're creating. And because these things pop up, you get the feeling that you need to fix them, so you can't possibly keep moving forward right now before you do. Here's the thing. Your brain was designed to keep you safe. It will try to do everything in its power to keep you from going to a place you've never been before or trying something new that you've never done because it doesn't know what's going to happen when you do. So when we know that about our brain, as we're starting to take new actions and get more results, it's going to start scanning for any possible ways that it could be doing something new. And if it does, it'll bring all of your focus and attention to it and try to convince you that this is a sign that you need to lean out instead of leaning in. Now, if this is something you've gone through before you make your next move, continue watching this video because I want to talk about two more signs before we actually talk about the solution. Sign number two is you start to wonder if you can really help people get results. You really start doubting your abilities. This is also when comparison comes into play. You see others thriving and you feel like that's a reflection on you that you're not doing great. And you start to think, why would someone want to use my services or buy my product if they can do that with someone else who's had more success than I have? Once again, this is our brain. Stay tuned for some help if this is you. Sign number three is people start reaching out to you and ask about what you offer, but you don't respond. Maybe you take a long time or you procrastinate or you stop messaging them altogether before you were wishing and hoping that someone would reach out to you. But then when it happens and you start to think, well, I don't know what to say, or what if I say the wrong thing? And at this point, you'll do anything to not have a conversation. Now, these are just three different examples. And I don't want you to worry if one or all three of these sound like you, or if you even have another way that you self-sabotage through the process. I've literally found hundreds of ways that my clients and even myself 
can get held up by this version of self-sabotage, but I also have a solution to get past it. So what I do as a life coach is I help people get to the root of their issues. You see, the real problem isn't that you don't know what to say, that somebody else is better than you, or that you're doing or trying something brand new. You see, those are all surface level things. And we need to ask a few more questions to get to the root of what's actually holding you back. Now, I want you to think about a specific time that this situation happened to you, whether it was the first, second, third, or even something else entirely different. So if you can go back to that exact moment when you decided not to send that message or not to do that new thing, what was going through your mind at that time? Now, I want you to think about this. What if you had taken action? What's the worst thing that could have happened? I really want you to brainstorm this. I like to go down the path of our head because if we don't actually know what's holding us back, there's no way for us to fix it. Now, I also want you to go down your heart. What is the best thing that could have happened? Now, based off of that, can you solve the problem now in advance? Can you now see why your brain is really trying to trick you into not taking that new action or sending that message? Or is this just a part of the growth journey? Because you cannot improve an action. I don't know about you, but a lot of times when I say things out loud or write them down, it made total sense when it was in my brain, but it was totally illogical when I said it out loud. And once we say it out loud and we know what's actually holding us back, typically we can actually solve that problem in advance. Let me give you an example. Let's say you're about to send somebody a message who's excited about your offer or your program. You start to second guess of what to say to them and you start to procrastinate because you don't want to mess it up. So let's go through this framework. What's the worst thing that could happen if you send them that message? Well, I guess they could tell you no. They could say that they're not interested and of course not move forward in your program or your product. What's the best case scenario if you do? They could say yes and you could have the opportunity to forever change their life because I believe that your program or your product is that powerful. So is there a way to solve this problem in advance? Now, for me as a life coach, I would ask you a few questions about why is this even important and meaningful to you? Why sending this message? Why connecting them with your program or your product? And what kind of impact will it have on them, their family, and the world if they decide to join? You see, that's the real power of your heart voice. When you realize that you're deciding for somebody by not telling them, you figure out that you're quickly making the decision for them instead of allowing them to decide for themselves. And I never want to do that for someone else. So I remind myself to lean in. This is a part of the process. And I'm going to learn so much by sharing this information with them and letting them decide on what's the right move for them. And I never make anything they do or say mean something about me. It's always a learning process. Thank you for what you do out there every single day and keep leading from the front team. Bye.